Welcome to the 3-Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins, and today we're going to review a golf course through the eyes of common golfers. Enjoy the show, and don't 3-Putt. Welcome to the 3-Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins. And over this first episode, I want to introduce you to a few people who are going to be doing this with us. But first and foremost, I want to tell you what we're going to be doing this for. Um, me and my buddies have always thought it'd be a good idea to go through this um, as a podcast and go to different golf courses throughout North Carolina, which is where we all are, and do course reviews for different areas, um, different courses that we haven't played or some that we have played in the past. And put that out there for people to hear um, from a normal golfer's perspective. Um, some of us are better than others, but we want to be able to tell you that not all these pros or not all these hacks that go out there and po- post their reviews on um, Golf Now and all these other sites when they're mad about a bad round. Um, we're going to give you a fair and honest opinion of what we thought of each golf course, and you'll hear varying perspectives from different handicap levels. So, We're excited to do this, excited for you to listen. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We hope you enjoy it. This episode is going to introduce you to all the guys that are going to be doing this with us. I'm going to ask them a couple questions each and so you get to learn a little bit more about them and their background in golf and things like that. So um, a little bit about me again. My name is Logan Robbins. I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I grew up playing golf Um, as kind of my third sport. I played hockey and baseball first. And got to the point where I realized that golf is going to be something that I could play for ever, really. And the other two sports I was kind of aging out of to where you can't play after you're about 18 unless you get to the point where you're kind of going professional. So in high school, I picked it up, uh, played with a couple of the guys on here in high school, and we did pretty well for a while. I got my handicap down from where I was shooting in the 90s when I first started all the way down to about, I'd say as low as about a three or four. Right now, I'm sitting at about uh, somewhere in the 7, 8 range. I haven't played much lately, but I've gotten better over time where I don't, if I don't pick it up for a while, I can at least manage a decent score. So ideally, I'm trying to be below 80 each round, and I'm pretty happy with that. So um, right now in my bag, I have a TaylorMade M2 driver, a TaylorMade M3 three-wood with a high loft, 16.5 degree, a Mizuno 3 hybrid, uh, Mizuno JPX 919 forged irons, 4 through pitching wedge. I uh, have SM6 Titleist wedges, both 52 and 56 degree. And the best investment that I have made uh, in my golf game has been this um, Scotty Cameron Newport 2.5 GSS insert putter. Um, can't say enough how much a putter can really help your game. Um, it is the most used club in the bag. So, um, without further ado, as a little bit about me, I want to introduce you to the other guys and I'll chime in throughout, but thank you for joining in. We look forward to you meeting the guys and thanks. Now with us on the three putt golf pod is Joe Costello. Joe and I have known each other since I think we were in sixth grade and we're 26 I think, Joe, you're 27 now, right? Yeah, just turned 27 in February. So however old you are in sixth grade (laughs) is since we knew each other. Um, But Joe is going to be showing up with us on this golf pod quite a bit. Um, Joe and I have played on the same high school team, uh, done junior camps, and just in general have 
grown up playing golf together. Uh, wanted to have Joe in this. He lives down at the coast uh, in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I'm back up in Winston-Salem. So he sees a different kind of golf course primarily living out there versus what we see in the triad area. So he'll provide a little bit of insight. Um, he's also worked as a caddy um, down in Wilmington as well. So Joe's got a lot of golf experience. I'm excited to have him do this with us. And Joe, just want to introduce you to the listeners. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, your golf game and kind of what you have in your bag. Uh, so right now I've got a M5 driver. Loving that twist face. Uh, definitely helps keep the ball uh, on the golf course a little easier. Um, three wood, I actually don't currently have one. I had uh, the M5 and I just, as much as I love the driver, I couldn't, couldn't hit the three wood. So I sold it and kind of figuring out what I want to get from there. Probably hopefully get fit for something once this quarantine nonsense is, is, uh, is gone. Uh, three iron hybrid. I got the, uh, Titleist 818, um, H2. I really like it a lot. It goes a lot farther than I kind of want it to, but I gripped down a little bit and it's, it's playable. Um, so for the irons, I've got the, uh, 718 AP2s. Um, for the wedges, I've got a 50, a 56 and a 60, uh, SM7 raw. Uh, love the finish. Uh, love the, the raw look to it. And then as the putter, I've got a Scotty, uh, circle T09. I've been using that for Six months or so, and I really like it. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's currently what I got in the bag. Well, Joe, I know the people listening to this don't know anything about your putting, but it doesn't matter what kind of putter you have. It's, it's never going to help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, fair, that's a fair take. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, but putting is better than it was in high school. I've, uh, I've cut down significantly on the four putts. Uh, now I'm just trying to trim the three putts, so it's, it's, it's getting better. So, Joe, kind of tell us a little bit, what do you think the best part of your game is? Uh, best part, I would say it's gotta be inside a hundred yards. Anything where I got my 60 degree in my hand. Um, that's my magic club. I can get up and down from a good, good anywhere. I generally need to, cause my iron play isn't the best. Uh, and then anytime I put myself within a hundred yards, you know, 78, I've got a good, good confidence. I'm putting it pretty close. And what would you say your worst part of your game is? Ah, uh, man, it was for the longest time putting, believe it or not, that's, Putting's got a lot better. I'd say right now it's it's the iron play. I'm just I've got a big two way miss going right now and uh, kind of struggling to control the ball flight a little bit and it's it's uh, it's a little sketchy at the moment. So I'm I'm kind of focused on in quarantine trying to go to the range a little bit and working on that. Okay, and so I know I've said this to you, but part of what we're wanting to do here is just kind of give reviews on courses from different uh, handicaps and different players, but making it for the guys that aren't necessarily scratch golfers or really even maybe even single digits we want to give you reviews that are going to be helpful to you as a normal golfer so joe kind of tell me um what is your handicap roughly at right now and uh what has it been in the past what's your best round ever so right now it is sitting at i believe right at about a five it might be like a 4.8 or something like that um not playing too phenomenal golf uh at one point I think a year ago or so, I was between like a one or a two. So I was playing some pretty good golf. Um, but yeah, right now it's it's a little sketchy. I got some things I need to work on. Now I got a little more time to uh, practice. So hopefully I get that down. Um, best round of golf ever. It was actually at a course we both grew up playing a lot called Maple Leaf. Um, I played it and I can't remember what I shot um, on the nines, but total it was a 67. Uh, it was a short little course, par 71. And I think I birdied like four out of the last six holes and just 
was putting out of my mind to shoot uh, 67. And I did that when I was 15. So I kind of peaked. So hopefully, uh, maybe I'll get back there someday. Um, RIP to Maple Leaf. That was a good course. I hate that it's closed now, but hopefully we'll give you a couple new courses to look at and go play here in North Carolina. Um, Joe, thank you for coming in. We look forward to having you on an episode very soon and playing some golf with you. Yeah, buddy. absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Ready to get this started. Here with us now on the three putt golf pod is Ty Cooper. Uh, Ty and I have grown up together playing uh, junior golf camps, uh, high school, just about everything together in, in terms of golf. Um, we grew up together um, and now Ty is living down uh, in the coast of North Carolina um, and gets to play a lot of the beach courses and we'll join him out there and back up in the Piedmont area from time to time. So uh, Ty, welcome onto the pod. I want to give you a, a short time to just give a little bit about yourself and your background in golf. What's going on, guys? Yeah, I uh, appreciate it, Logan. For this is gonna be fun. Give it, a, give it a good whirl with everybody on the podcast. Um, yeah, just kind of. I, yeah, I grew. I met Logan when I was younger. We played a lot of junior camps together out in Winston Salem to high school golf to travel golf to. Uh, I mean, till this, I mean, literally anything, just any, any summer, any weekend. And it was, uh, we had a good run to the Pine Knolls, to the Winston Salem's, to the down plane at the coast, the Wilmington, the Charlotte. Uh, we played a lot of different courses, that's for sure. To the, to the, I guess, the cow pastures, to the primlins of the world. Uh, we have played from stretch to stretch. Um, we've had a, we've had a good run playing golf and I hope it keeps going. Yeah, man, me too. I'm excited to play some new courses with you. get down your way, see you, um, here, here and there and play some courses every weekend and, um, do these reviews with you. So, uh, want to jump right into it, Ty. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want to do in this is provide people different, um, backgrounds as to what type of player you are and just have different personalities on. So give us a little bit about kind of what your handicap's sitting at right now. If you have one log or if you don't, kind of what are you typically shooting right now? Yeah, my handicap now is a 5.4. Five, five um, I am a member at Ballhead Island uh, golf course right off of Southport. Um, that's where my GHIN or wherever it's called is logged through. Um, and that's with, the, that's with the new handicap system. I don't even know how it really affects it, but it went up a little bit with the new handicap system. So I don't really know how it works. It's a lot of mumbo jumbo, but uh, that's probably it's probably pretty fair to me. Um, right. I, I couldn't even answer that for you. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. the gen works I, I, now. I, yeah, I know it's a little different. I, most people said it went up for them a little bit, but uh, depending on what tees you play. So I mean, I'm not a I'm like you said. I explain my game. I'm not a long knocker like you and Joe are. Um, but sure per se, but I'm going to kind of try to out put you and out hit irons with you. And I'm just going to, I'm not, a, I'm not your guy. You won't take off for captain's choice, but if you need a stroke play guy, I'm mostly your guy. Awesome, man. So uh, you kind of just touched on one of my questions as to what the better parts of your game are. What would you say something that you're typically struggling with is? Um, well, it's just, it, I obviously like most people say, it's golf and the, using my best part of the game, my whole part of my life, it's been irons and putting. Um, I've had the same putter besides the USA kids putter when you like grow up and stuff like that. But the ping 
G twenty one answer, which I it's probably like if you went on like online, it's probably like you could probably buy this putter for like five dollars right now. Um, give or take. I probably need to look that up. It'd be kind of funny. It's the I mean it's old as dirt now. It's the only putter I've ever had. But ironically, I started off the season putting the worst I've ever had. So it's it's golf. And then I bought a new driver, that new TaylorMade M5 with that twist face on it. I probably hit the most fairways I've drove, driven the ball the best I've ever had in my life. So that's golf. It's, it's the way it goes. When you're hot, with your, I've never been a great driver at the golf ball. But obviously, I find, I find every fairway now, and I can't seem to roll the rock in as as best as I usually have. So, well, you what, sound like Joe now. It, <laughs> Not putting <laughs> good, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got that kind of straight and narrow game when you're playing right. So, I'm, I can only assume that with that driver, you're you're just stroking it right now. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's fairways. I mean, this is like it's fairways. I'm gonna hit my irons good. You, I say if I if I say the worst part of my game, I've never been a great like chipper of the golf ball. I've, I've never have a I never play a big like flop around the greens. Like my my lowest wedge is a fifty six. I've never been great with a sixty. Um, I'm more of a bump and run. I, you can say old man game or whatever you want to call it, but I just I'm just trying to score like everybody. I else. hear you, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suck at sixties too. So it's I took that out of the bag. I'm not even carrying the full number of clubs you can carry. I'm one short all the time because I don't carry that one extra short. wedge. <laughs> um, but Another thing that I think is interesting to see and who people pick is if you had to put together your ideal foursome, it could be anybody um, alive or dead, kind of whatever you feel like, who would you pick to be in that foursome with you playing golf? Um, I do a foursome, Lord have mercy. Um, I do a foursome, definitely my dad. Um, me and my dad are close. We work together. Um, we talk, we talk every day. If it's not, if it's not work, it's, personal stuff and anything like that we've gone on golf trips he's i've been blessed enough he's been um that's got kind of where i learned the game from him um and that's kind of our thing we go different places and travel and play different golf courses so definitely him on there um arnold palmer um he's just you got to meet him a short yeah i got to meet him back on in 2011 uh, when i graduated high school we went down to bay hill and ironically my caddy told me like the area he lived. We were just driving by on the on the way out, and he just happened to be in his garage. And I told him I was from North Carolina, and he gave me stories about uh, ECU and about the crazy women out there. So I mean, I'm gonna leave that for a different time. But I was like, oh my god, I can only imagine. The Is that why you went there? Uh, <laughs> Is that why you ended up going, going there, to ECU? Yeah. I was already I, no, I was already said I was going to go because I already had committed at that time. I was going to go to ECU, I guess, or sign or give your first payment or whatever. But when I told when I told him, he said, "You you go? Are you going to Wake Forest?" I said, "No, I I grew up just outside of Wake Forest in a place called Kernersville, but I'm going to East Carolina." He said, "Oh, son, if I could tell you about the women at East Carolina, I was like, it's going to be a good four <laughs> years, and ended up being five years, but different story there. That's too. awesome, man." <laughs> um. I do Arthur Palmer, and then um, Lord, that's tough. Everyone, and most people pick Tiger, Tiger, um, obviously because it's Tiger or Jack. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with John Daly, just a, outside the box, different different breed. He's not a typical golf golf guy. Every time I listen to him talk, it's just fun, 
good old boy from Arkansas. Hey, guys, I'm going to go Dan, Arnold Palmer, and John Daly and me myself. That's a, that sounds like a fun group, but if your dad thrown in with those two, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, but that's great, man. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and we look forward to having you on an episode very soon and getting down that way to play. Um, seeing everybody and having a little bit of fun doing this. So, Ty, thanks for coming on. I'll leave you with a quick bit to uh, say anything you want to say. I guess yeah, I appreciate you doing this, and yeah, I hope we can um, take a look at some of the different courses. I'm um, I'm I'm, I'm a big I, I do like fall into more of the architectural geek architectural. I I do look at courses like that um, down this way, different than just like just. If it's green, that doesn't mean it's great. Um, that's not that I'm not the I kind of get past the T. I'm not a TV guy. Um, just because it's a tournament course doesn't mean it's the best course for everybody. So I try to give my opinion on golf courses a little bit better than just oh it looks green on TV. They overseed it, so it's a good course. That doesn't mean anything. It's I I can I at least can get a little bit of the um, architectural geek and the layout side of golf. So hopefully I can put my input that way. I'm excited to do it with you, buddy. And um, we will talk to y'all in an episode very soon. All right. Good deal, buddy. I'll talk to you. With us now on the three putt golf pod is Chad Tart. Uh, Chad is going to be doing reviews with us here as well. Um, Very fortunate to have him as one of our, co-hosts here from time to time and we get to play golf with him in general chad and i have known each other for geez when was that chad 2012 2012, i guess so yeah eight years coming up on um we were in the same fraternity in college and got to know each other that way lived together for a while and fortunately enough get to see each other uh throughout life post-grad and working and everything now and this will be a great way for us to be able to hang out and see each other and see all the girls and everything and still be a part of everything and get to play some good golf courses. So Chad, happy to have you on. Um, want to give you a chance to talk for just a second. Um, let us n- learn a little bit about you and um, give us a little bit of background on your golf game. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, obviously I'm Chad I'm from Clayton, North Carolina. So I kind of grew up on the East coast of NC, uh, played a lot of golf courses out there. Uh, obviously went to school, with Logan and some of the guys that will be on the podcast up in UNC Charlotte. Um, while I was there, I, I played golf, I guess, in high school recreationally, um, like I do now. Didn't really know what the hell I was doing, um, but I actually was a cart guy um, at Rocky River Golf Course there in Concord, North Carolina. So that's when, I guess you could say, my passion for golf kind of changed. Um, especially with the people that I surrounded myself with in college, you know, a lot of guys have been playing golf for a long time. So that's where I really started to enjoy the game more and follow golf more. Um, so that's kind of my background and a short little snippet of kind of in regards to golf. So yeah, Chad, luckily enough, like I said, we lived with him and he was working at the golf course at the time and we would get to sneak out and play nine holes from time to time and not have to pay. And, that was a good time in college when you have no money <laughs> you get to go play golf. Broke off, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, shotgun a beer out there is a good time. Um, but so kind of I've said this to a couple of the other guys. And, um, again, just want to reiterate for everybody, um, 
we're trying to put different people on here, different handicaps, different perspectives, amount they've played golf, competitive, not competitive, things like that. Um, so, Chad, tell us a little bit kind of what is your handicap? If you don't have an official handicap, what do you usually shoot? Uh, tell us a little bit about that for you. So I do not have an official handicap. Um, <laughs> it depends on how the course is treating me that day. I, I mean, on a good day, if I can shoot above every five, I'm happy. Uh, but I usually tend to stick between 85 and 90, uh, kind of that that ballpark. But, you know, a goal of mine would be kind of shoot the best I've ever shot, which had been an 82 or 81, which I haven't done yet. So, actually, I think the best ever shot was with you, Logan, at uh, Pine Hollow, where I shot 83. But that was back right after when you started with State Farm. But um, that's yeah, kind of so- where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've seen you play, obviously. Um, Chad can – he's all of 110 pounds. I'm just kidding. You're a little bit more than that. <laughs> but he's not a big guy. And, and when Chad catches it and it goes straight, he, he's right out there with me in the 300s. Um, so, definitely, you've got the swing to do it. I think it's a little bit more about consistency, which I think oh, is absolutely. probably going to be most of the people that are probably <laughs> listening to this. But – realistically um i think that's very possible for you um so i hope, I hope that happens on this pod soon that'll but be, we'll, that'll be we'll find out soon enough um the last couple things just want to like again give you that leaf brief little background here um what would you say your ideal foursome if you could choose anybody ever to have played golf with who would you choose oh man i mean <clears throat> Obviously, Tiger's got to be in there just for the sheer fact that it's Tiger. Um, that would be incredible. Uh, next one off the top of my head has got to be DJ. Um, big DJ fan. Um, I mean, the guy absolutely rips it off the tee. His swing is incredible. So just to see him interacting with him would be awesome. Um, let's see. The third would have to be <clears> – man, I'm trying to think of a good third one. Um, I, I will go with Arnold Palmer. Um, that would just be a surreal experience, you know, um, to would have had that opportunity to play with him be incredible. And then a fourth one off the wall. Um, I'm a big NASCAR guy. Uh, Kevin Harvick, he plays golf, heard of him play golf. So just to have an experience with that, just somebody that doesn't traditionally um, play golf every weekend, but to have that experience with him would be pretty cool. Hey man, you never know if if this podcast starts to blow up. He's a North Carolina <laughs> boy. You never know. I mean, he used to live in Kernersville, about fifteen minutes from where I grew up. So yeah, it could very possibly happen. Um, I hope it does, and um, look forward to having you on an episode very soon and get to play some golf and play some new courses and see you out there and have some fun. Absolutely, man. I'm excited. This is really cool. This is something that we've been talking about for. It almost feels like almost a year now. Um, so it's it's cool to see it come together. I'm proud to be a part of it. And I'm looking forward to uh, definitely trying to string a couple rounds together here soon. Well, I hope to do it soon, buddy. Hopefully you, you shoot your best round. And um, I'm sure we won't have seen your, your worst round ever yet either. So we'll kind of <laughs> yeah. have everything in between. Awesome. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. Thanks. All right, everybody, please welcome on with us now Trey Anderson to the 3-Putt Golf Pod. Trey, I uh, appreciate you, you coming on and 
Um, look forward to having you on the pod as a uh, guest host and doing some episodes with us as we go through this, playing some new golf courses with you. Um, Trey and I have known each other since about 2012, uh, really 2011, right at the beginning of college. Uh, we both came in uh, and joined the same fraternity and from there just became closer friends and lived together. And you guys have already met Chad. Uh, Chad, Trey, and I all lived together for a while um, during college years, and now we're living in different areas of North Carolina, but Trey, I appreciate you coming on. Look forward to doing this with you. I want to give you just a quick bit to tell us a little bit about you and, and how you got into golf. Yeah, absolutely, Logan. Uh, looking forward to this and, uh, you know, looking forward to getting out and, you know, playing some new courses and some old courses, you know, with the boys and, and you know, having a good time. Um, but, yeah, I probably uh, – picked up a golf club for the first time around 10 years old and um you know i'm from apex north carolina and uh you know anybody that's from that area knows we've got a little par three course called knights play um pretty unique that it has lights um so you can play you know up to midnight they close at midnight so that's a uh, pretty cool part about it um but we'd always go out there you know me and my brother uh, my old man um every monday you know it was half price for nine holes so um, you know, we'd go out there and mess around, uh, obviously weren't, uh, you know, too great there. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, still fun, uh, as golf always should be, you know, should be fun. Um, but I'd say really when I, you know, got super interested in golf is and probably in college, you know, not long after we met, obviously. And, uh, you got a job at Rocky river, um, you know, of course, you know, not far from, UNC Charlotte where we went and, uh, you know, worked there throughout college as a cart guy. But, um, you know, obviously when you're working at a course, you get to play for free. And, um, obviously, you know, as everyone knows with golf, the more you play, the better you'll get. So that's kind of when, uh, you know, my game, you know, went from a triple digit score, you know, down to a, you know, respectable, you know, low eighties, um, you know, for a weekend golfer is not too bad. So, um, just now, uh, play whenever we can. Yeah, man, uh, definitely been able to see you play and get better over time. And hopefully your putting continues to get better because that's definitely something that <laughs> you could do a little bit better at. But um, I think that'll be the difference between you getting into the 70s and the 80s, man. I mean, really, uh, just like a lot of people that are probably listening to this, uh, putting is putting is huge. And um, overall, I, I think you'll you'll get there. And I hope that we do it on this podcast. Um, where you get to shoot in the seventies and get some lower rounds in. But um, as a part of this, obviously we're going to have people on where they get different handicaps and different backgrounds and uh, uh, like how good they are at golf. So Trey, tell us a little bit about like, like what's your handicap. If you have one registered, if you don't have one registered, what do you typically shoot? I know you mentioned a couple scores, but what would you say your average is coming through most times? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're uh, spot on there with my putting. That's, uh, you know, by far the worst part of my game um, and, and definitely lose a few strokes there, you know, every, uh, every round. Um, but I would, you know, lately, obviously I haven't been able to play as much. So, um, you know, mid, mid eighties, um, you know, 86, 87, uh, 88, you know, pretty recently. Um, but, you know, hopefully as we, you know, head into the warmer weather here, get out there a little bit more and, and get that down, you know, back closer to 80 and, and, uh, you know, shot 80 a few times, but never got the elusive 79. So, um, you know, that's, that's the goal. And hopefully we can get there, uh, you know, with a little bit improvement there on the putting. 
So, Trey, I know I, I gave you a little bit of crap about your putting, but what would you say the best part of your game is right now overall? I would say the mid-irons is probably, you know, my strong point. Kind of always has been uh, kind of that six to nine range, you know, anything from about 150 to 200. Um, you know, can usually dial it in there pretty close. And, um, you know, that I I would say, you know, throw scrambling in there too. Uh, have a hard time finding the fairway off the box most times. But, you know, can usually uh, finagle my way up to the green. And, and then it's just, you know, up to the putter to, to try to make something work. Yeah, so I, I would for the listeners, Trey, you've definitely got a little bit of a unique swing. It's it's pretty much a slap shot in hockey. Um, so definitely not traditional, but you make it work for you. Um, with that said, I mean we know which part you think is best of your game, but tell us a little bit about what you play. Like what clubs do you have? What brands? Things like that. And um, I think that helps people get a little bit of a sense of kind of your the, the way that you play golf and which brands you like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I ended up, uh, I've had them for probably seven or eight years now. I probably got about a year after I started working at the course. Um, but I have some Nike VR two, uh, pro blades, um, you know, for my irons. And I've also got the wedge set for that as well. Um, I've got my dad's old ping pal two putter. Um, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe I need to, to upgrade to a, a modern day putter there. Um, and then I got a Callaway X2 Hot, about eight nine year old driver there. That's uh, due for an upgrade as well. And uh, Callaway, great. Uh, it's a big Bertha three wood. So um, a little old there with the you know driver and three wood, um, but I love the iron set there. Um, you know, wasn't didn't know much about blades when I got them, but uh, I love them now. So. Hey, man, if you can hit a blade, then you're doing better than most people, really. Uh, so that's mostly what I got for you. I'll give you the, the floor for a minute and tell us just anything else you want to talk about. And um, We'll have you on an episode very soon here, dropping for the first course that we do. Um, but for now, we'll, we'll leave you with a word, and we'll uh, get to know you a little bit more as we go. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I'm just, again, super excited about – you know, getting out there this summer and, and, you know, for the coming years here and, you know, playing some golf with some good friends. And, and, you know, I think there's nothing better than, you know, trying out some of these new courses and obviously North Carolina, we're, we're blessed with a lot of good courses, you know, not that far from a lot of us. And, you know, hopefully this can develop into something too, where, you know, we can potentially get some trips and, you know, travel the country, maybe even, you know, across the pond and, and, uh, you know, play some of those big time courses. Uh, I think we all would, uh, you know, enjoy the challenge and, and just the opportunity there. So. All right, but yeah, I, I definitely hope it gets to that point. That'd be, that'd be incredible. Um, but for now we'll, we'll plan to play a little bit in North Carolina and see how it goes. And nonetheless, we'll be able to enjoy a couple of rounds with the buddies and have a good time just like everybody else does on the weekends. And we're just talking about it. So, uh, Trey, thank you for coming on. Look forward to having you on and, uh, we'll talk to you Absolutely, soon. Absolutely, Logan. Have a good night, man. Thank you, buddy. With us now on the three-putt golf pod is Eric Opplinger. Um, we'll likely refer to him as Op as we go through this, so mark that down for yourselves. Um, Op and I and all the other guys on the podcast have um, known each other in some form or fashion. Um, Eric and I, Op, met in college. Um, we were in the same fraternity, served on a couple things together through that, and got to know each other and play golf 
uh, throughout our college years and luckily still get to get together from time to time and play uh, here in North Carolina. He's in Charlotte and I'm up in Winston-Salem. So getting together is a good time to catch up and see each other and some of the other guys are here from too. So I just want to let you introduce yourself and give us a little bit about on your background of golf. Yeah, uh, glad to be a part of it. Um, so didn't start really playing golf till I was probably about six or seven years old. Um, my dad introduced it to me. He's been, you know, my dad's been playing golf his whole life. So, uh, and then obviously my older brother, Zach, um, he's, you know, he played golf. He's been playing golf ever since he was a little kid. So golf's just kind of been in the family ever since I was a little kid. Uh, I didn't, you know, it wasn't the sport I focused on growing up. I played soccer growing up, but um, was always around golf. Uh, didn't really start getting into it until, you know, into college, when I was in college. And, you know, I wasn't playing soccer anymore. Um, and so I started picking up golf, just, you know, something easy to do. It's always something good to do with friends. Uh, so basically just ever since college and getting out, out, getting out of college, just been trying to play as much golf as I can. Um, so yeah man so no, I know you've gotten better over time and your handicap has dropped a little bit with that and practice and everything so tell us a little bit about what your handicap's like right now and how you're how you're playing yeah so um you know probably about five or six years ago I was you know just like any other amateur golfer you know just trying to break 90 um you know just trying to shoot into the 80s uh but you know, ever as as I've started playing a lot more, you know, obviously, like you know, your expectations get you know better and better. You know, as you get as you practice more and play more, so you know, right now I'm about a five or six handicap. Um, you know, some days are definitely be better than others, and some days are definitely worse than others. Uh, you know, I've I've sh I've never shot under par. I've you know I've shot in seventy. You know just one one or one or two over multiple times but still haven't shot under par but definitely still have those days where I'll shoot into the you know low 80s so but I'd say on average you know about a six handicap yeah man I mean you were striping the ball last time we played together and not many people hit it past me and you were doing that pretty consistently so <laughs> your swing is is very good and I think you'll break that under par at some point I, I don't doubt that at all um, but tell us a little bit about what you play in terms of clubs and what your setup was like in the bag. Yeah, so I guess start starting from uh, starting from the putter. I, I got a um, Scotty Cameron Golo two. Um, you know, it was actually my brother's, and he hated it, and he gave it to me, and I was like, dude, I don't know why he gave this to me, but this thing's awesome. So ever since I've had it, it's been great to me. Um, then I got. Um, Tyler's Vokey wedges. I got a 60 degree, a sand wedge 56, and a uh, gap wedge 52. Um, and then my pitching wedge through three iron are Titleist 718 MBs. Um, got those about a year ago, and no looking back. They've been such great clubs ever since I got them. So, you know, I don't think I'll ever go anything but Titleist after what I've experienced so far with these. So it's been great. Um, and then keeping the Titleist train going, I got a 
TS3 three wood um, and a Titleist 915 D3 driver. Awesome, man. Yeah, Titleist is super popular, and the way you were hitting them the other day, I don't blame you for having those clubs. <laughs> they seem to be working pretty well for you. But um, as we kind of wrap this introduction up with you, um, I think it's interesting to see who people would play with if they could play with anybody in the world, uh, live or dead, um, whoever you want to pick. So if you had to build your ideal force on who would that include? Um, you know, I, I'm always going to go with golfers here just because, you know, whenever your ideal foursome, you're going to want to play with some good guys that you can honestly learn something from too as well. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with the goat here and, uh, Tiger Woods as my number one choice. And then, you know, right behind him, obviously the second, second greatest golfer of all time, uh, Mr. Jack Nicholas would probably be my, you know, maybe not, not him at this age, but you know, back when he was a little <laughs> younger and playing better. Uh, and then, yeah. um, you know, I'd probably go. Uh, I'd probably go Justin Thomas as my as my fourth. Um, he's just ever since he's gotten on tour, I've been a big fan of his. So um, definitely want to get out there and play with him. Yeah, man, we we got lucky to be able to see him at Quail Hollow for the PGA. So that was pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, and if he swings it lefty as good as he looks on Instagram, he'd probably still beat both of us. But <laughs> that's right. The pros for a reason, I guess. So. Um, uh, I appreciate you coming on. Look forward to having you on episode number two for our first full review. So stay tuned for that, everybody. We'll be dropping it soon. Um, but again, Op, thanks for coming on. We're looking forward to doing yeah, this. Yeah, appreciate you. it. With us now, our last co-host to introduce you to is John Sousa. John is going to be joining us uh, on the courses probably a little bit closer to the Raleigh area where he is now. John and I met each other in college. Uh, we're on the same fraternity with a lot of the other guys that we've uh, listened to already. And luckily I've been able to play golf a couple times all over the place in North Carolina and um, get to see each other from time to time. And John is a, a very good friend of mine and we're happy to have him on. John, I want to give you about uh, 30 seconds or so, just kind of introduce yourself and tell us about your background in golf. Yeah. Thanks Logan. So, uh, Hey everyone, uh, John Sousa. I've been playing golf, gosh, since I was, probably nine or 10 years old. Uh, I was a country club kid, uh, grew up playing at McGregor Downs Country Club in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Uh, kind of went away from the sport for a little bit in my teenage years, uh, played golf, uh, or excuse me, played hockey, uh, basketball, some of the other traditional sports, and then uh, found it again as I started high school. Uh, played golf on the high school team for a couple of years and uh, really been playing as I went through college and now in my uh, now in my professional career in sales, it's definitely a tool that's helped me uh, exceed in in business and in life as well. So, uh, really love playing as much as I can, and excited to be one of the the co-hosts on the podcast. Yeah, buddy, we're excited to have you in, and um, I think it's important for what we're doing that everybody kind of knows what type of golfer you are. So, share with us a little bit if you have a handicap, like a real one. Let us know what that is roughly, and. If you don't, kind of let us know what you're shooting nowadays. Uh, well, nowadays it's probably much, much, much higher than it's ever been. Um, I'm probably close to most people listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, I play pretty much for fun now. Um, I, if I had to put a handicap on my game, it's probably an 18 or a 19. 
Uh, I've been as low as 13 or 14, but just over the the past few years, just not having the time to really dedicate to getting out to the range and consistently working on stuff. You know, if I can go out and shoot, you know, 85 to 90, I'm really, really happy. But um, yeah, that's where things are at kind of right now. Um, I wish I had more time to play and given the current state of the world, I guess I, you know, golf is one of the activities that you should still hypothetically be able to do with social distancing. Um, but I haven't been able to make it out yet. So who knows if I can dedicate some time to it, uh, while we have some downtime here, maybe I could shave a couple, a uh, couple of strokes off. I tell you, man, I've played more in the last month than I did in the last six months. Really? Just because we're not going to the breweries. We're not going out of town. Golf is one of the few things we can do. So hopefully we'll be able to get together at some point, like you just said, and that, that is the things we can do. And this podcast will have some content too, right. and all this craziness. So um, with that, John, tell us a little bit about what type of clubs you play and um, how long you've had them and what's your favorite of them. Yeah. So this is one of the first things that I splurged on when uh, I kind of got out of college and got, uh, got a real job per se is I knew that I wanted to make an investment in golf clubs uh, just to kind of have them and uh, use them. It, it, you know, I'd played with stock uh, tailor-made R7s forever and had just, you know, I think it was like the 2011 or 2012 version of the tailor-made burner driver. Um, and I had that forever. And uh, I just wasn't noticed. I, I, it was letting me down. And I saw that technology was just steadily and steadily increasing in golf. So uh, in 2017, I made the decision, or I think it was actually 2016, made the decision to go and get fitted at uh, Continental Golf in Raleigh, North Carolina. So uh, staff there is super awesome. Can't recommend them highly enough. Um, I got fitted. I hit a bunch of stuff, but I ultimately landed on uh, Mizuho, uh, PGX 900 hot irons or hot metal, excuse me. And those are the irons that I play. Uh, I have uh, pitching through uh, five, and then I have a four hybrid, which is a ping G, and then a five wood, which is ping G, and then I have the uh, ping G400 driver, and that is, I believe it's a 10 degree loft. It might be nine and a half, but um, I've had those for, you know, going on three years now. I know a little bit about golf equipment. I don't know much, but you know, I kind of rely on the people that do that day in and day out to tell me what works for my game and works, what doesn't work. And I think that that's one thing that people might be a little scared of. You know, there's a lot of people that are really smart with the golf technology and really know what they're looking for. I was not that. I, I'm very aware of the brands and the styles and stuff like that, but I, I don't know what they can do for my game. So that would be my biggest piece of advice uh, to people is just if you're ever hesitant about getting fit for clubs uh, just because you don't know about the technology or anything, just go do it. You know, these professionals, this is their job to help you get set up for the right equipment and, you know, really tailor it to your game. So I can't recommend that highly enough. So I know that that was a a long-winded answer and kind of a shameless plug for getting fitted for clubs if you can afford it. But uh, that's definitely the route that I would go. No, I totally agree with that, man. Um, I was hitting about 10 year old Mizunos up until last summer. And I saw people getting new clubs and just stripe shows all day. Yeah. And I was like, I am not getting the distance I need. And I went and got fitted for uh, some Mizuno JPX 919 forged. Nice. And okay. Those things have been, it's far and away different. So it, you like, like John said, if you're considering the move, the money's going to be worth it. 
because you're going to get so much more consistency, forgiveness, and all the technology today compared to clubs that might be five to 10 years old. So with that, um, I would definitely say that I agree. And John, um, another thing that I, I think is interesting to hear opinions of is if you could pick a foursome to play with, including yourself, who would it be? Um, it could be anybody past, present that you would choose to play on around with. That's a great question. So I always hear this get thrown out and I never really think about it. And of course, you know, you sent me over the the notes on what we were going to talk about earlier and I had a, a little bit of time to think about it. So um, I feel like the answer that a lot of people probably give in their dream foursome is their dad. Um, and I would definitely include my dad in that. I, I wouldn't be playing golf if it wasn't for my dad. It's, it's something, it's something special that we've shared throughout our life, you know, playing it, watching it, on the weekends and stuff like that. So I definitely would want my dad to be there for any type of golfing experience. Um, obviously another answer, I would, I would love to play with Tiger Woods. Like it's just, it's so incredible to watch what he has done, especially during, you know, the time that I've grown up with golf, like just one of the most dominant athletes period. And just to be able to watch that up close and kind of see how he does his thing would be really, really great. And then, um, I don't know, the, the fourth spot is kind of up in the air. Um, I, I don't know if, you know, there might be somebody else in my life that I'd, I'd want to experience around with Tiger. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's another tour player that I've made a lot of money on betting or something like that, that I would just give a courtesy invite to, to say, thank you for, for winning me something or something like that. But <laughs> I know definitely for a fact that my dad and Tiger Woods would, would have to be in there for sure. And then the fourth one's probably a little bit up in the air. I hear you, man. Yeah, I think that's been a, a common trend. And a couple other people that I've asked that question, Tiger's pretty much in all of them. Yeah, um, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. So I can't disagree, um, but just wanted to have you on today, get that little bit of intro, let you guys uh, hear about John. And we're looking forward to having him on an episode very soon. Um, again, we appreciate you coming on the podcast today listening to us, learning a little bit about what we're going to be doing here. Um, look forward to hopefully giving you a little bit of background on some of these courses. Maybe you haven't heard of, or maybe you have, but coming from the perspective of different types of golfers, um, somewhere in between scratch and 20. So, I mean, we're, we're giving you just about everything you could hope for and different perspectives in these golf courses. So John, thank you for coming on uh, everybody. Thank you for listening to episode number one. And we look forward to seeing you uh, in a couple of weeks at episode number two, our first full review. So thanks John. And thank you listeners. We'll see you soon.